Well, we're nearing the end of holiday month, and New Year's Eve is fast approaching. And a couple of months ago, on the holiday of Halloween, we covered the holiday of Halloween, not the movie Halloween. So today, since it's close to New Year's Eve, we're not going to cover the movie New Year's Eve. We're covering the movie Halloween. How Star Wars is it? Hello, welcome to Star Wars. Wait. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> I forgot keep the name. This in, keep this in. Keep just keep going. Keep, keep going, going, keep going. Welcome to <laughs> Welcome to how, Welcome to How Star Wars Is It? This is the show. Welcome to Star Wars. <laughs> Hi everyone. Welcome to Star Wars. Uh this will come out after the most recent movie just came oh out. Oh my too, god, so. you're right. What did you think of it? I <laughs> Probably loved well, it. Well, we did a whole episode on it last week. Yeah. So. Well, here, here's, what here's what I'll say. Here's what I'll say. I probably loved it. And if I didn't, then I probably... I'm going to leave in two reactions, all right? Mm-hmm. If you want to do the same, that and way... And you can bleep the one out that isn't right. Yeah, I won't cut it. I'll just bleep it. <laughs> <laughs> so, listeners, Guys, you might we, hear... It. Just a peek behind the curtain. We just did the April Fool's episode, so we're in a pretty pranky mood. Yeah, we're kind of feeling punchy, you know? Uh, so... Uh, here's my first reaction. Wow, what a great end to the trilogy. I feel like they took some chances, and not all of them paid off, but overall, I think it was a satisfying end, and I really enjoyed uh, the ride. Here's my second reaction. Wow, what a waste of time. <laughs> uh, well, anyways, this is how Star Wars is it, folks. Uh, and uh, we compare things to Star Wars, and yeah. we've been doing all holiday-themed stuff this month. Because it's the holiday season, my babies. It is, my sweet children. I'm Mike Gospel. I'm Josiah Robinson. We don't always say our last names, but sometimes we do. No, we rarely do. Oh, I got a little bit of hiccups. Uh Uh-oh. You're anxious about the new year? You're about anxious about 2020? Yeah, can you believe that we're out of a decade and into a new one? It is pretty crazy. Yeah, time does keep happening. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, how many times has that happened to us? We were both born in the early 90s. Let's see. 92. So our first, our first ever decade shift a kind of like... A, it was the millennium. It, yeah. Like it was it the millennium. It set a real impossible bar for every other uh, yeah. successive uh, for, decade for you, move. For you Gen Zers out there who don't remember the celebration of the new millennium, mm-hmm. uh, it was pretty bonkers we did have a party in fourth grade and we were afraid of y2k it was a lot of fun yeah it's it's really crazy i think i think we did that like i think we had like bottles of water in my parents bathtub or whatever honestly i feel like a lot i mean for the millennium i'm sorry just to be clear it was to celebrate the millennium the 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 period of 2000 years honoring will smith or of 1000 not pardon me we weren't afraid of computers accidentally messing up. It was just very much in celebration of Will. Right. Uh, and now here his son is with his own bottled water company. Oh, my God. It comes full circle. Yeah. <laughs> but um, how did we start talking about Y2K? Because yes, of the we, New Year and New Year's Eve. Oh, yeah, and yeah, this yeah, week yeah. we're doing Halloween 1978, the film. <laughs> yeah, John Carpenter's Halloween. Yeah. Which I kind of didn't realize that John Carpenter did this as well. Which I know we talked about it in oh, the, it was the his thing like episode. first film, yeah, <laughs> his first like big film. Now, now, uh, Mike, I did pull a you, and I did watch the Cinema Sins for this. Oh, I did too. I actually watched it last week, and I watched it again tonight, and I watched a bunch of other Halloween stuff. I have seen this movie. See, um, I, and I, I went and saw the new one. I haven't seen this movie, and as we discussed in our scary, spooky month, I am a little baby and uh, very afraid of a lot of things when I was growing up, and so I didn't see most scary movies in general. Right. Uh, And, you know, obviously this is no exception. Uh, There would have been no universe in which I would have gone to see this movie. Um, But this is all perfect, because here at How Star Wars Is It, that's the show you're listening to, we rate and regale of uh, 1 to 10 of how Star Wars they are, and usually they're things we either sort of passively have uh, observed in our lives, like, say, uh, April Fool's Day, 
Um, or mm-hmm. it's movies that we half remember because we saw them probably six or seven years ago, and then we watched like the trailer to remind us what happened. <laughs> right. We we don't get listen, guys. We don't get paid the big bucks to do this. So do you think we're gonna go up and take time out of our days? Right. And Plus, watch like you can listen to probably 150 other podcasts that break down the Halloween movies, um, which is, in fact, what I did. I, I also listened to in Geyers we or in Myers we, we trust with Geyers and Rust, the sequel podcast to in Voorhees <laughs> we trust with Gorley and Rust. Great podcast mm-hmm. on Stitcher Premium. Uh, check it out. It's uh, great name Matt for a Gorley podcast. and Paul Rust talk about the Friday the 13th movies, and then they talk about the Halloween movies. Um, And we are going to speak about this in the sort of general way that in all the other 30-plus episodes of the show, we have talked (laughs) about Star Wars. Yes. So I I feel pretty confident that we can break this down, but we're going to give it a scale, uh, a a rating on a scale of 1 to 10 of how Star Wars it is. And here is a... uh, I'm going to make a prediction right now. Okay. It's going to go pretty high. Mm. We have like that well, sort of sweet serves. spot that like every other movie has gotten a seven. <laughs> yeah. So I'm thinking and it's probably me- going to be that. <laughs> well, and if memory serves, we gave the thing a pretty high rating. Oh, yeah. And right. For multiple reasons. And this also is a similar uh, time for movie making yes. as Star Wars once again. So like. The thing got a pretty high rating for that kind of similar reason, and so I feel like the Halloween might be pretty high. We'll yeah. see. And I have a, a whole list of pros. I don't know if we have any news or anything else we should say before we get started, well, other than, like, <laughs> so hey, I... we both saw the new Star Wars movie probably because last week we probably did an episode on it. Mm-hmm. I do want to say, just to sort of consistently talk about uh, how we don't like Wendy's anymore. <laughs> oh, yeah, uh, right. And there was a article that Charlie sent me about how uh, Dave Thomas did apologize to his daughter, Wendy, for naming the restaurant after her. Oh, that's right. Because <laughs> uh, it said there was a lot of pressure he felt like it put on her. And she was like, yeah, that was. And I didn't know, for, for, for being the Wendy's fan that I am, I did not know that that was... Um, that it was named after his daughter. So that's kind of a weird I thing. I knew that, but I guess I didn't know that it kind of like fucked up her life. But I guess I could have made that connection because um, as I have, I think mentioned before on this podcast, I went to high school for one year with Jake Lloyd who played Anakin Skywalker in episode one. Yes. I, we yes. never, we never knew one another, but you know, you hear things through the grapevine and for the most part, uh, his adolescence was kind of marred by having been in that movie, mm-hmm. which is fucked up. Mm-hmm. Imagine if you had a whole restaurant named after you. Imagine. <laughs> and imagine if some people didn't like that restaurant. Right. What would that be like? It would be rough. Yeah. Um. So Dave, fuck you, and <laughs> <laughs> fuck your bad practices for your for your uh, restaurants produce. I know you're not alive anymore, but like, yeah, come on, probably, man. Probably. I mean, I I don't care to necessarily stick my neck out for him or not, but I can't imagine that um he. I don't remember when he died, but was he the one making the calls to do that kind of stuff? Oh, I'm sure that he is not the most recent one to make the call <laughs> to continue doing it. You know, right? Like they've had a chance to sort of update their policies, and I'm. It, I think it's it's almost certainly right. Dave has has been dead a while since Speaking they've of had a, that chance. Bad shit in fast food. The McDonald's CEO. Uh, got fired. This is now kind of old news because this is late December that you're hearing this, but the CEO of McDonald's got fired um, for like having a, it was a consensual relationship, but with a subordinate because anyone Mm. at the company where you're the CEO is a subordinate. Um, And uh, as a sort of, Hey, sorry, you got fired for breaking the rules of the company. He got given $42 million. (laughs) <laughs> oh man that sucks so, so then much. i ate him yeah we ate the rich and it was great i ate him for breakfast i ate him up like a little mick mick uh mcgriddle yeah i put him on an english muffin <laughs> and it was yum 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 no i didn't eat him just for the sake of uh clarity this is a comedy podcast <laughs> it is a joke show where we make jokes sometimes so uh Enjoy. I did lawyers. though. I did eat Dave Thomas. <laughs> I did, but Mike. Yeah, Mike did actually eat Dave Thomas, and I also was there and I watched and I cheered. I said, "Keep it up. You're doing great." 
Give it up. I was like, you're doing a good job, bud. Fucking eat <laughs> that dude. He sucks. Yeah. Um, but okay, let's talk about Halloween. Let's talk about freaking Halloween, please. So I saw this movie as a kid. I want to say I was in middle school. And okay. uh, that's probably right because I think I got a cell phone, like a flip cell phone, like toward the end of eighth grade. Okay. I think. I don't know um, how that factors into the story well, yet, but I love I'll it. Well, I'll tell you. Okay. Um, because I made my ringtone the Halloween theme song because oh. it's like just so perfectly polyphonic ringtone sounding. And of course, that was what was available at the time. Right. But man, th- uh, I I think if I were to watch the movie now, like all the way through, I would probably find parts to be slow. I would probably find like horror tropey things to be kind of hack and cliche. Sure. But of course they were not hack or cliche at the time because this like invented the slasher movie. Yeah. Um it was a, a an auteur film of the late seventies with recognizable to this day music that defined a genre henceforth and recognizable to this day stars that's correct and and that yeah jamie lee curtis that's my big uh case for this movie being star wars you could almost say that like halloween is to the horror genre as star wars is to like sci-fi adventure genre because they were both they were both the the beginning of sort of a new way every every movie in their own respective genres since then has just tried to be that right and whether or not the uh, uh uh and whether or not it's a good thing or not is sort of up for debate because you know there's some things in um the original halloween that probably could be done that could be done better for sure but right. there's this sort of like feel to the movie that is at least from what i've read <laughs> is like undeniable uh, like there is a tone and a um yeah yeah it, it's just it's very well well and the way the way that it's shot is really you, specific yes. and deliberate like um and which you could say arguably the same thing about not arguably you could definitely say it about the original star wars oh, he like invented definitely. a whole bunch of different film techniques and was a student of film like he and carpenter both were um like kind of flexing their like I'm a confident young hungry filmmaker. I thought like for a second um, I thought you were gonna say hunky and I was like yeah 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 confident hunky. Um <laughs> and in fact Carpenter was so confident that this was his first movie and it was called John Carpenter's Halloween. Yeah that is which like Lucas was similar that he like didn't like dealing with the studios and he bet on himself you know in terms of um uh negotiating for merchandising rights and things like that, as opposed to just taking like a director fee. Sure. And but what a call. They're both sort of like weird late seventies, like cocky guys. Yeah, and like <laughs> such a called shot to be like, yeah, yeah. Right. Um, this is John. Car- you, you might have heard of some other ones, but this is John Carpenter's the thing. Yeah. Like, it's like Babe Ruth pointing at the outfield fence. Yes. Like no one knows this guy's fucking name and he's going to put his name above right. the title. That's wild. Right. Right. Um, let me run through some of my other ones on my list here because okay. the, they're all along these lines. Like they're this is this movie is pretty Star Wars. Uh, yes. Yeah, um, the next one is um, they both really uh, Lucas and Carpenter. I guess my sort of case for this movie being Star Wars is from the point of view of the filmmaker mm-hmm. because, like we said, he kind of called a shot, and Lucas was similar. Um, but they both wear their influences on their sleeves. Uh, but they somehow while doing that created something entirely new and Mm. you know what i said like defined a genre like carpenter's such a fan it would seem of like the sort of old like all the movies that are featured in the um science fiction double feature the the overture song to rocky horror picture show Mm -hmm. like all those like b horror sci-fi movies yes like he references the thing and then of course ends up making the thing later but um it's featured in halloween and like he makes a whole bunch of references to Psycho, yeah. as in he cast the daughter of Marion from Psycho, Jamie Lee Curtis. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which that's another point on my list down later here. Um, that sh- that Jamie Lee Curtis is the uh, daughter of Hollywood royalty, so is Carrie Fisher. Oh, dang! A little behind um, the scenes uh, Star Warsness. Yeah, I think most of this, most of my case for this movie being Star Wars is behind the scenes stuff. Sure. Yeah. And, and um, to, to it's, interject. It's made on like a shoestring budget, you know, like it's all just like a hungry guy in the 70s made a movie and yeah. it like 
change the world. <laughs> yeah, to interject for a second, like the content of this movie is not super Star Wars because it's not family friendly. No, right. It's not, it's, it, it is a horror movie through and through. It's a scary movie. Uh, which and we've talked no about. horny babysitters in Star Wars, right? And we've talked about before how like Star Wars has its scary moments, but is not like explicitly or on purpose, like necessarily trying right. to scare you, um, right? Yeah. So like the, the uh, keep going with your behind this with your pros, but yeah, like that. well, yeah, no, I guess I guess you're right to kind of make that point. If if um if it was 100 percent identical to Star Wars from a behind the scenes point of view, the highest it could get would be a five. If all other pieces were not included you know like Uh but but because i do think they're fairly um like one-to-one in terms of production and personalities and what they did for film at large i think it does already earn itself a five right it's already it's already sitting at that middle point that a lot of times well i feel like once again like we've talked about this before like movies sometimes end up at that five because yeah, that's because right. they're a movie. They're a movie, and then we kind of have to go. <laughs> they tell a story that starts and then it also ends, right? And then we kind of have to go up or down depending on like what the content of the movie is. But yeah, I think that this has enough similarities with that. It has an it's an auteur filmmaker. It is someone who has a distinct vision uh, of what they want to make. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, and like there's a lot of ways in which this movie is and just and just John Carpenter in general, is similar to, you know, Star Wars and how Star Wars operates right. uh, as a early film franchise, at least. Um, let's see. I also wrote uh, very recognizable music. Oh, it's for sure. It's also composed by a John. <laughs> yes. Not John Williams, but it is John Carpenter. <laughs> <laughs> um, it is somehow both, like, culty. Like, like, it's not a cult movie. Like, everybody's heard of Halloween. Sure. And most people have seen it, or a lot of people have seen it, but there is like a sort of very ravenous group of like the sort of horror fans that like have seen every Halloween movie. I have not. I have seen Halloween. I saw Halloween 3 Season of the Witch a couple of times because I think it's hilarious. And I saw the new Halloween. I have not seen all the like different installments. Um, Another thing I have here that is sort of a con, but um, it it has all these kind of branching uh, timelines. Mm -hmm. Like Halloween came out and then they did Halloween 2, which was like a sequel. It ended, and I don't know if that's the one. I think in one of the Halloween movies, Laurie dies. Um, but then they did Halloween 3, which the idea there was a completely other thing. And they were like, let's make Halloween, the title, sort of like a film anthology series. That yes. Every couple years we'll make a movie called Halloween X and then fill in the blank. And then it'll be just like a scary movie with the same title and the same like production team in the way that like they do black mirror now. Right. Which Um, we talked about a little bit during our, um, that's right. Uh, the thing episode. Right. But then I guess like a number of different Michael Myers, Halloween installments, like change different things. Like, or maybe she didn't die in two. Maybe two was when we find out that Lori and Michael are like siblings. Okay. And then like there's all sorts of weird stuff involving that. And like Paul Rudd is in one of them as like the boy in the original one. And uh, then of course there were literally reboots done by Rob Zombie that right. was like, hey, this is the original one again. It feels very X-Men. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Branching timelines and things that are sort of retconned and like, uh, and then of course Halloween nineteen or uh, from 2018 was like, this is the sequel to Halloween from 1978. Mm -hmm. Everything else doesn't count. And so I guess there were a whole bunch of references to all the other Halloween twos. Because there's Halloween 2, and then there's, like, the Rob Zombie reboot Halloween 2. Mm-hmm. And then there's also, like, a sort of, like, the first acknowledged, like, correct Michael Myers sequel to the original. Like, there's all these different, like... It, and to that degree, the canon of Star Wars has pretty much not changed. But there is a lot of kind of fuckery in the middle ground where, like, you know... A lot of it became legends and other yes. stuff changed and, and became correct and real and new and the new stuff is correct. But like for the most part, even the stuff that is no longer quote canon was for a time. I guess, you know what? I guess now that I hear myself say it out loud, I'm contradicting myself. That is a point for this. Yes, I was, yes I was just about to say that. Like <laughs> the fact that like before Disney bought Star Wars, there was this sort of wild west idea of continuity and yeah what actually counted 
in Star Wars. And I think like there are there were people whose entire jobs it was, or at least their internet jobs, were to like go through the expanded universe and decide what counted and what didn't count. Right. And to that end, that the fact that Halloween had this reboot that is like, no, this is the only thing that counts. That's like that's Star Wars as hell right there. Yeah, I guess that's true. Star Wars is all get out. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let me see. What else did I write down? Well, I said the thing about uh, Jamie Lee Curtis is the daughter of Hollywood royalty. I think that's really cool. Um, yes, definitely. And that like Psycho is referenced a number of different times, which is kind of fun because that's just like basically Psycho and then this. Like, obviously, there was any number of Hitchcock movies that are like genre, uh, like touch points or touch touchstones. But, like, if you think of sort of, like, the generations of horror movies to sort of sum up Hitchcock, you would say Psycho, right? I mean, like, yeah, for that's sure. the one that comes to mind. And then, like, the slasher movie, it's, like, Halloween. And then all the yes. other ones, like, to the point that they got so kind of meta unto themselves that that's sort of what Scream was about. Yes. Was, like, the fact that there are tropes in this. Right. And we are now making fun of the tropes as opposed to like making a, you know, a genuine sort of movie. Yeah, right. Uh, let me see. Oh, 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 here's a couple other pros. Um, Michael Myers and Darth Vader, and to some degree Chewy too, um, are similar in that they are different uh, face and body actors. Oh, okay. Michael Myers, the shape is one actor and then when you see his face very briefly it's a different actor but then of course it begins with the girl and her boyfriend having sex and then the girl and i think maybe they both get killed or at least the the girl does and and you find out the person who killed them is this six-year-old kid michael myers so we kind of have a prequel i mean i guess it's not a prequel if it happens first chronologically in a movie Sure, but it it's, but it is just sort of the but it, prologue backstory. Yes, exactly. It's, it's a prologue to say like right out the gate. It's being like, hey, this right. th- there is a backstory here, and this is what it is. But like, so even in just this movie alone, there are three different actors who portray the character of Michael Myers. That's wild. Oh yeah, and then both debuted in the late seventies, and then had a number of sequels to the point that they became a franchise. And the sequels are wildly varying in quality. <laughs> yes, wildly inconsistent, like our good friend Star Wars. Uh huh. Um, that was my whole list. <laughs> good. So now we just have to play like elevator music and run out the clock on the episode. <laughs> yep. Uh, no wait, crap! I'm just doing the I'm just doing more Prices Right songs for some reason. Um. Yes. So, so watching. So once again, I have not seen this movie, but I did watch uh, videos about it today. And I think something that you touch on a little bit that I think is very emblematic of Star Wars is that like this movie invents slash is the sort of first slasher slasher <laughs> slash is sort of the first like uh, example of a lot of tropes for horror movies. And yeah. Star Wars is that same thing, but for um you know, but for sci-fi movies and hero's journey movies and like adventure movies. And like, it's, I don't think necessarily either George Lucas nor John Carpenter was setting out to invent a new genre, but that is what they ended up doing. You know what I mean? Right. Well, and at the very least they set out to like make a movie that not necessarily that this has never been done before, but, like, they made a movie they wanted to make given their own influences. And because it had been a generation since those influences were mainstream, they did sort of inevitably create something, you know, new. Right. It felt new, even if it was sort of a, a mishmash of um, older influences. Right. Um, yeah, this movie's pretty dang Star Wars, I think. <laughs> Pretty dang Star Wars. If I do say so myself, it might be a pretty dang Star Wars. <laughs> there is like the, uh, gosh, man. It was very funny watching this because I was like, there's so much of the stuff just in the, I say watching this. I didn't watch it, but there was so much. <laughs> <laughs> there was just so much like of the uh, sort of tropiness, like the killer uh, not being there all of a sudden and right. um, you know logic jumps in horror movies and like well why is the phone cut when did he have time to do that 
And also, right. like, I the, the weird thing is I remember as a kid in elementary school that one of my friends watched Halloween and then described the movie to me. And I was like, that's terrifying. But he told me, <laughs> he told me, like, yeah, and he gets stabbed by this one thing and he gets stabbed by another thing and he gets shot a bunch and then he falls and he doesn't die. And, like, <laughs> I specifically remember that being, like, so wild. And it it still is this weird thing where I'm like, what the what is the mythology that this movie is trying to create? Well... I would, um, in in a similar way to sort of defend the mythology of Star Wars that has holes all over it, um, defend this in that the entire time we are sort of led to believe this is like a regular human person because that is what they're telling us is true. You know, we see him as a little boy, but like the, the psychiatrist, Dr. Loomis himself even says like, he is evil incarnate, <laughs> which, right, which is, is wi- a wild thing for a psychiatrist to say. Which is like a goofy say. kind of like twilight zony thing to say. Like it's like uh, overly dramatic. But can you um, imagine if a psychiatrist but then, was like, you know, yeah, uh, your your he kid gets shot a bunch evil. of times and falls out a window and and he doesn't die ostensibly. So I think we, you know, that's sort of like a. I am your father kind of twist at the end. Like the whole time you just think this is a scary human. And then at the end he kind of disappears into the night and it's like, Oh, maybe, maybe he's a something more unearthly being. Yeah. It also, I mean, and also this does set up the, uh, the, the whole, like, yeah, if you have sex in a horror movie, you are going to die. Like so many tropes go back to this movie. In a kind of weird way. Like, yes, that's that almost seems to be the reason why Michael killed the first victims. Right. And then it sort of seems to be the motivation behind the rest of his killings, which is a little bit like fucked up. Right. It's like, it's like, like when he was, are a, you trying to say something here? Yeah. And, and, and what are you trying to say that like people, kids shouldn't have sex at all? Cause like, I agree. I'm for it. <laughs> I think kids shouldn't have sex there. I said it. But it is it is fucked up that he's just a kid, and then like I guess because his sister like stups strips. Why does I stups? Some dude, stups. He, he's like, well, guess I got to kill her now. And it's like, was he always evil, or did that awaken an evil in him? <laughs> right, like because if it's that, that kind of sucks. <laughs> yeah, that does really suck. <laughs> um, yeah, I I'm trying to think of some cons. I mean, we said like the fact that it's not, uh inherent like star wars isn't inherently scary all the time uh right yeah i think you're right i think content of movie wise they are not similar and of course by they i mean this film halloween and all of star wars (laughs) right um although i would one of the things that i one of the things that i wanted in sort of the star wars like expanded canon of films is and, and something that I think that Rogue One did that I liked was like Rogue One was a war movie if it was a Star Wars movie, which I thought was cool. And I right. and I think Solo could have been that if it wanted to. Uh, it could have been like a heist movie, but if it was Star Wars or whatever. And there's a lot of genres and types of films that I think would be cool if it was like X kind of movie, but it's Star Wars. Like that would be that would be interesting, and I would enjoy like I would enjoy those movies or those TV TV shows or whatever. And so the right. idea of like, what if there is a slasher movie, but it's in the Star Wars universe, or what, what's a horror movie look like in the in the Star Wars universe? Because there's a lot of inherently very scary things in the Star Wars universe that we already know about. And so like, take that to the nth like degree, and what does that look like? And I feel like that's not something we're ever gonna get, but it would be cool. Is what I'm saying. It would be Disney. I know. Give me I, some money. I'll make it. I I feel like enough people have said that that maybe at some point that will happen. Like it has to, right? Like yeah. a Star Wars Ocean's Eleven and a Star Wars. Like that's what they do with their video games. Yes, exactly. <laughs> like I, I don't know. I don't I know that that'll happen, right? It'd be, like it'd a be... Star Wars version of Borat. Oh. <laughs> To make great, to make great, uh, home country of Kashyyyk a stand or something, I don't or know. or maybe it's a uh, it's it's that it it's 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 a Star Wars version of Borat, but it's Kleeg Lars, you mm. know, um, the the father of Owen, Uncle Owen, yes, and he just says, um, Kleeg Lars, Shmi is my wife. 
Because you know how that's, that's what he literally says? That's it. That's the best joke we've made so far and probably will make on the show. <laughs> and then uh, Owen can be like, this is my girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> Which we've talked about before, but it's still so strange. It is so weird and funny. This is my girlfriend. <laughs> like, what? There are girlfriends in Star Wars. (laughs) We want to make it very clear that, uh, yes, there's a lot of weird things in Star Wars, and they do call children younglings, but the gender binary is real, and there's boyfriends (laughs) and girlfriends, and that's what it is, all right? More like the gender binary load lifters. (laughs) Now, so if you want, want, I can break that one down. In uh, Star Wars, later titled Star Wars Episode Four: A New Hope, um, when the Jawas bring the droids to the Lars homestead where Luke Skywalker lives and they try to sell droids to them, uh, Owen says that he needs a robot that can speak bocce. Uh, and uh, he asks C-3PO if he can and he says, of course, sir, bocce is like a second language to me. And then he says, um, have you ever worked with moisture evaporators? And he says, well, I'm very familiar with the programming of Binary load lifters, very similar to your evaporators. So one would suppose that computer language that they're speaking of is simply binary, as in zeros and ones. And um, boys is dogs and cats is girls. Hey, Mike, I'm back. Let's I just go to went, the break. I, I actually, I just went and uh, I, I uh, went and did my taxes real quick. Uh, I just wanted to get out ahead of it. And I wanted to see, are you still talking about the Star Wars thing? Nope. Oh, great. Well, then let's go to the break. Okay. <laughs> Wee. Goodbye. And we're spooky. <laughs> oh, we're back. Wait, um, no, and we're back. I kind of want to watch. I kind of want to watch this movie now because I feel like it's going to land in the same genre of scary movies that don't aren't scary to me anymore. Like the thing was. Right. You um, know what's funny? It it is pretty tame if I remember correctly. Like, and I saw it as like a young teen. In fact, when I saw the new one, I remember being like. This is fucking grisly. Yeah. And, well, and and this one wasn't. I think it's similar to, I, I mentioned this in the Thing episode, like there are images and sequences in Stranger Things that are like more disturbing or as disturbing as the creature effects and like practical effects in yeah, the Thing. Right. But, right. you know, the Thing had like a R rating and Stranger Things is like uh, all like supposedly for everyone. And I think yeah. it's the same thing with the original Halloween is like they could get away with less back then because we weren't used to seeing that kind of stuff in movies as much. And now we are so used to seeing violence in literally everything that if you want right. to like, you know, if you're going to make a slasher movie, you have to like go all out right. or do yeah, it in it a has different, to be like smarter saw. way. Yes. <laughs> but so Mike made the game again and I feel, gosh, I feel sort of useless because I didn't make any games <laughs> the last couple of weeks. And I feel like, I'm, well, oh God. It may be that you did for the episode last week where we saw Star Wars. Oh, that's true. That's true. <laughs> it's possible. Where we rushed to the theater and saw Star Wars, which is funny, actually, now that I'm saying that. It's a uh, peek behind the curtain here. It's November 18th, mm-hmm. and you're hearing this as early as 1230. So are we going to just not do podcasts for a whole month until we go and see Star Wars? I guess so, which is kind of wild. That seems a little crazy. We're going to be we'll like see. so out of it. We're going to be like, how do we do yeah, a podcast? We will. What's a It'll podcast? be a long one, I bet. Yeah. That. Oh, yeah. We can make a bonus-sized ep for that one. Yeah. Yeah. Here we are. We're back. We're back. We're going to do the game. It's the Halloween game. Are you Halloween. ready? Yes, I'm ready. Hit me this up. This game is called Michael Myers or Mike Myers. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm, I'm so excited. Um, so I'm going to name a movie and your job is to determine if it features actor and IO improv alum, Mike Myers. <laughs> you mean the Mecca of improvisation? Oh yeah. Heinz ketchup, baby. Um, or if it features a person who has played Halloween villain, Michael Myers. Oh, okay. Well, good thing so I have an extensive is... knowledge of Mike Myers. Uh, yes. filmography. <laughs> well, you know, what's crazy is there've been like 12 people who have played Michael Myers. Dang. He's like Ronald um, McDonald. Yeah. Um, so if it is a comedian actor, Mike Myers, your answer is not just Mike Myers. Your a correct answer is the name of the character or characters played oh. by Mike Myers. <laughs> Dang, that's going to be tough. Okay. 
So, like, for example, a correct answer to a question might be Shrek. <laughs> okay, yes. <clears throat> but not Mike Myers. <laughs> right, right, right. He's not playing uh, himself, unless he is. That's right. Yeah, it's possible. Um, and then if the answer is one of the dozen different people who have portrayed Michael Myers, the Halloween villain, the correct answer would just be the name of that actor. For example, a correct answer might be George P. Wilbur. Okay, that's going to be harder, <laughs> I think. Yeah. <laughs> that one's, that's going to be harder. I'm not going to, that's going to be tricky. Yeah, you're right. Um, but maybe not for people who are big fans of Halloween who are listening. Yeah, that's true. That might they be some might real... have fun at home or at their job or while they're running or whatever it is that they're... Or maybe they're only listening to the podcast and nothing mm-hmm. and else. Not they're sitting cross-legged on a rug in a corner in and looking in the corner. In all likelihood, that is the case. <laughs> Apparently, yeah. The statistically likely. <laughs> what was that? Like 71% or something like yeah, that? Yeah, it was like 70%, which is so, still so <laughs> scary to me. Oh, God. It's okay. so disturbing to think about. So again, you either have to name the actor who played Michael Myers or the Mike Myers character. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of these will probably be kind of easy. Great. Here we go. Shrek the Third. Okay. Um, Shrek. <laughs> That's correct. <laughs> yes, I knew it. Okay, here we go. Um, what about Mars Attacks? Oh, frick. I want to say Shrek. <laughs> so close. Damn it. Um, the answer was actually, and I thought maybe you'd get this, George P. Wilbur. <laughs> Why would I get that? Because that was the only example I gave of somebody oh. <laughs> who played Michael Myers. <laughs> oh, okay. Sorry. Um, he apparently did stunts in Mars Attacks. And in fact, that becomes a trend in this game. A lot of the Michael Myerses were stunt performers. Well, that because makes sense. of course, why wouldn't it be? It's a big, tall man with a mask on who gets like stabbed and runs around. So why hire, you know, like Johnny Depp or whatever? Right. <laughs> um, okay. Um, screenplay for August Rush, <laughs> the writer of Escape from New York, and screen story credit, for um, Hook. What? George, whatever the one you just said. <laughs> <laughs> nope. It is not George P. Wilbur. You're very close, though. It's Nick Castle. <laughs> Wait, Nick Castle played Mike Myers and also did all that other stuff? He, yeah, he and John Carpenter were like buddies, and then he became a screenwriter in his own right. Um, he was Dang. the original Halloween credited as, quote, The Shape. Oh. Um, which is how Michael Myers is credited. Um, and in fact, in, uh, in that same movie, the face performance of Michael Myers that you see very briefly, not the child, but the, he's credited as um, 23-year-old Michael Myers. However, the math of the movie doesn't add up that that's the case because the, the child Michael Myers is credited as a six-year-old and the amount yeah. of time that passed is like 15 years. <laughs> yeah, it's very good that they were like, <laughs> Uh, who knows? It's probably like 26, yeah. right? I guess. 23, <laughs> whatever. Who cares? Um, but yeah, the 23-year-old Michael Myers is... Like, the credit 23-year-old Michael Myers is Tony Moran, but mm. the credit the for The Shape is Nick Castle. Um, okay, here we go. Um, Inglorious Bastards. Oh. I think... I think... Um, I'm going to say... Shrek again? You're I feel close. Like I feel like it's cop. I feel like it's a cop out, but I think it's Shrek again. It is Mike Myers. The correct answer, though, was General Ed Fenich. Wait, Mike Fennec. Myers was in Glorious Bastards? Yeah, he was like a British general. Dang, I didn't know that. That's cool. Yeah, he, um, he doesn't do that much acting anymore, so I was I didn't he know. No, you're right. Um, I have a good Mike Myers story to tell you after this, which I'm, I can't remember if oh. I've talked about in the podcast before, but it's it's just it's kind of wild. So I, I want party more. time. Excellent. <laughs> yes. Um, OK. Uh, oh, this one's a fun one. X-Men. Like the film. Oh, I'm going to say. What's that fucking guy's name? Who played the to- who played Toad? He also played Darth Maul. What's his fucking name? Oh, yeah. Uh, Ray Park. Ray Park. 
No, but um, it was a stunt performer actor, and you were close. It wasn't Toad. It was Sabretooth. It oh. is Tyler Maine, M-A-N-E, and he played Sabretooth. <gasps> that is cool, too huh? perfect. Too good. <laughs> um, uh, okay, here we go. Uh, okay, here we go. So I Married an Axe Murderer. Well, that one, I know Mike Myers is in that. Do I know the name of his character? <laughs> I sure didn't. I don't. <laughs> um, I'm gonna say the Shrek. IMDb, uh, okay, you're again. You're close. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Um, less green and less Scottish, but um, okay. the IMDb credit is actually two names, so that leads me to believe that he plays two characters. But again, I haven't seen the movie, so I don't know. Um, Charlie McKenzie and Stuart McKenzie. Hmm. Hmm, um, by the way, I, I'm well aware that this game is just me saying trivia at you. <laughs> no, I like it. Because I know you wouldn't have pulled George P. Wilbur. <laughs> I'm just going to... It's fun because I just get to keep saying Shrek as a joke, which is fun for me. <laughs> That's right. Because <laughs> I like saying um, Shrek. Um, okay. Uh, dumb and Dumber. Mm. Shrek. It is not... It is a Michael Myers performer. He is uncredited as waiter number three. And his name, again, a perfect name, Don Shanks. Oh, my God. He loves shanking people because he's... He loves shanking people. He's stabbing all the time. (laughs) Always be stabbing. Um, Always be stabbing. Oh, here's one because I literally already said this. 1978's Halloween, specifically the 23-year-old face performance of Michael Myers. Damn it. Rewind the tape. I can't. I can't without stopping the recording. (laughs) Damn it. I don't remember. Tony Moran. Uh, I was, Uh, damn it. I should have. And no more answers thus forward will be George P. Wilbur. (laughs) Okay. Well, that's good. At least I know that. Um, I'll just skip that one. One of them was Smoking Aces 2, Assassin's Ball, and that's Brad Laurie. <laughs> um, but we're For skipping all you that smoking one. Smoking <laughs> Aces fans out there. Uh, how about this one? Austin Powers in Goldmember. And again, you have to name all the characters. Okay, so I know Austin Powers. That's one. That's one. Uh, Doctor Evil. That's two. Um, f- fat bastard. Is that one? That's number three. There's more. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is upsetting. You know, I've never seen Austin Powers. I've said that before on oh, the show. That's right. <laughs> that's right. You haven't. Well, the uh, Beyonce is Beyonce. You're right. <laughs> I knew it. It's, I should have um, known. The fourth one is a character named Goldmember. Oh, okay. Well, that was sort of a gimme, I feel like. I'm a little embarrassed. Um, And that was actually also a trick question. The actor in Austin Powers and Goldmember is George P. Wilbur. (laughs) Oh, damn it. I'm kidding. That's that's not true. Um, Okay. uh, Two more. Great. Robin Hood, Men in Tights. Oh, man. I know Mike Myers isn't in that. Is if you the... guess this name, I'll give you five hundred dollars <laughs> <laughs> because uh, this name is fucking incredible. Just here, I'll, I'll give you, I'll give you a a, a new game here because okay. I want you to win the five hundred dollars. <laughs> okay, great. This I do name, too, actually. <laughs> this name is a person's name. It could be a person's name because it clearly is. It could also be two separate nouns. Um, one might be something you call someone if you think they're being rude or mean, and the other might be something you call someone if they have like magical powers. Okay. Uh Dick Wizard. You are so close, and <laughs> I was actually kind of sweating because I gave you a lot of clues. <laughs> Cause I don't want to give you five hundred. Is it Dick Mage? It's Dick Warlock. Oh, my God. <laughs> Warlock was the next thing I was going to say. Isn't that hilarious? That's amazing. Who did they play in Robin Hood and Tights? Oh, I don't know. It just says stunts. Oh, well, that's a good. I love that movie. All right. Yeah. Dick Warlock. Um, um, okay. And uh, the final one, and then there's a bonus question after this, but the final one is 
Okay. Saturday Night Live. Mm. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> All right, and well, you have I do... to name every yeah, character yeah, 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 yeah. that I... Mike Myers played on SNL. <laughs> okay, I got this. All right, Mike Mike okay. Myers played Wayne from Wayne's World. Yep. And that's it. Actually, that's you're right. That's the only one that had a name. <laughs> yeah, actually, all of his characters on SNL. What, you, what they don't tell you is that secretly he was um, uh, Wayne Campbell. Wayne playing those characters. <laughs> that's right. You got it. That was a trick, and you nailed it. <laughs> I fuck, dude. I, I knew you were I... trying to trick me. I'll send you $500. Yes! <laughs> um, okay, here's the bonus question. Um, same same format, but the answer isn't one of the two things that we've been doing. <laughs> okay. Um, it's as close as I could find as a connection to something that Mike Myers was in that also a Halloween person was in. Okay. Um, okay, so the question is, Wayne's World. Obviously, Mike Myers is Wayne Campbell, but... This movie also features someone else who has a very, very short on-screen presence in one of the Halloween movies, Halloween 2 from 1981. Is it... Oh, gosh, 1981? Oh, God, I have no idea. Carrie Fisher. It's Dana Carvey. What? Yeah, he's like a, a cameraman or someone holding a microphone during like a, 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 a remote news segment outside of like a michael myers killing or whatever he doesn't speak he's on screen for like 10 seconds that was before um, he was and, like popular oh yeah no he was he wasn't anybody yet um i also would have given you partial credit if you had said dick warlock because he <laughs> played michael myers in that movie <laughs> damn it i i honestly i think most of my answers for the rest of the, the podcast are, i'm just gonna say dick warlock in hopes that that's correct <laughs> Even in like other episodes. Oh yeah, in any episode. I'm gonna, if you ask me something, I don't know the answer. I'm just gonna be like, uh, Dick Warlock, I think. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, well, that was uh, Michael Myers or Mike Myers. So um, quick, quick Mike Myers story. Um, yes. I can't. I think I've. I might have told you this before. I can't remember if I talked about it in the podcast before. I don't think I have. But uh, so I have this, uh, it's like, uh, basically acquaintance. We we went to high school together. He was a senior. I was a freshman. We were in the place together. Uh, we weren't, like, super good friends or anything. But he went to L.A. a while ago has, and has been doing uh, a little bit of film stuff. Like, and some he's, he's sort of, like, part of the weird alt-comedy scene over there. Um, okay. And uh, his name's Seth Allison or Seth Word. Uh, as he is known on uh, the internet and on YouTube and everything. But so he's found this weird niche where basically uh, he is like, has been on America's Got Talent a bunch doing really. Weird, yeah. And he's always doing weird stuff. Uh, and uh, he was on the gong. Show. He was a recurring character, basically, or recurring guest on the gong show. The one that oh, Mike Myers crazy. is yeah. the host of, but he's playing like some fictional British comedian. Right. Right. So the Seth Seth words like shtick is that he basically creates these like homemade weird animal costumes that like what? are utilize his whole body. And so like uh, I think the first one he was in America's Got Talent, he came out as a caterpillar. And huh. he has this like goofy voice, and he has a big like mustachio, like curly mustache thing. And then his stick was that he basically the costume was built so that on the inside was uh, stuff to turn into a butterfly. So like he starts out in a caterpillar costume, and then and he's in his quote unquote chrysalis, and then he emerges as a butterfly. But it got a little bit of a news because he had a wardrobe malfunction where you could basically see like part of his straight up dong. Uh, what? during the performance because they kind of rushed him a little bit. Like they, uh, uh. he had to go faster than he uh, normally did. And so there's like video of him where it's like blurred out because you can kind of see his straight up dick. <laughs> <laughs> and then after that, he was like on the gong show like four times or something. What? And so like, and Mike Myers like loves, or at least Mike Myers character, like loves his stuff so much. Because, right. The celebrity, there's always like celebrity guest judges on the Gong Show, and they were always so weirded out because he's coming out like Seth Ward is coming out like in a full walrus costume where he's like <laughs> bouncing on his belly onto like a ball, or like he comes out as like a baby chicken and he hatches out of an egg and then comes out, and 
it, it's so strange. But Mike Myers always it's looks so bizarre. It's so bizarre. It's so weird. I highly recommend you look it up because it's so fucking weird. But then Mike Myers <laughs> always looks like insanely delighted every time every time he comes up because he just <laughs> he laughs like crazy while he's doing his bits. And I was like, man, that would be so great as a comedian to have. Like, yes, like you're getting gonged on the gong show constantly because the, the celebrity judges are like, what the hell is this? But Mike Myers, right. who's like one of the mainstay comedians of like, you know, the past however many years, loves right. your shit and is constantly laughing at the weird things you're doing. Like, that'd be so yeah, great. That's so cool. I highly recommend everyone look it up. It's so strange. And you might fall down a little rabbit, a little YouTube rabbit hole. Uh, it's Seth word like Edward, but with Seth. It's so weird and really great. Huh? That's, that's it. really cool. Yeah, it's it's so weird. Oh, it's great. It's good shit. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, we rate the movie uh, or something. Yeah, I guess. I guess um, it's about that time. Yeah. Do we have anything else to say about it? Having not seen it in a long time, slash, having not seen it ever. <laughs> I, you know, I don't know. I feel like there. Oh, you know what? That mask. It's an Inside Out William Shatner mask, and that's Star that's Trek, true. which is also Star Trek. sci-fi. Yeah. So that sci-fi. might be. Sci-fi, sci-fi. So that might be something. Shmi is sci-fi. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Shmi is sci-fi. That's true. Yeah, no, she this, is in this a podcast sci-fi is, movie. Is officially like eating itself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not even like it's like it's an orobos, but not in like a beautiful way. It's like very hard to watch. Right. It's like it's like it's sad. <laughs> um. <laughs> No, I think it's like Oro Moros. Omorobos. Omorobos. I like that. <laughs> the uh no, I mean like I feel like you covered a Tune lot. Tune into of- some other podcast to see if you can find even half the clever wordplay. <laughs> yeah, if you can hey, and, and, and hey Eat if, your heart out, Mark Marin. If you can find half the clever wordplay, like tell me, like send it to me, because I would love to see that. Like I would love yeah. to see anybody making these kind of jokes. All right. You getting that from Conan or from the office ladies? Yeah, you getting that from Joe Anna Ferris. Huh? You getting that from all these <laughs> famous people? Is Gilbert Godfrey telling you these things? Yeah, shut up. Here's the new okay. Famous people Jeff shouldn't Fox. be allowed. <laughs> famous people shouldn't be allowed to have podcasts. That's just it. Yeah. It's not fair to everybody you know, else. It's really sad. <laughs> it's it's not fair to all of us. And out there's here doing... piss and shit and blood. <laughs> like I just heard that. <laughs> no, I don't think the, I have. Gilbert Gottfried tell the aristocrats. <laughs> no. Oh it's yeah, yeah, the, the classic joke. <laughs> it's like not interesting or good. It's really scary and bad and upsetting. <laughs> <laughs> the so Mike, I wanted I want to God, I I feel like yes. So. <laughs> I recently, so we're recording this way in advance. So I recently edited and put up the National Treasure episode, uh-huh. and I realized while doing it that I'm pretty sure that whole thing was just an excuse for you to debut all your impressions of like uh, <laughs> mostly of Nick Cage and then the guy from The Hangover because you were doing it. There were so many uh, impressions, ben? <laughs> uh, ben, and I feel like this is happening again where you're just doing a back door into Mike's impression corner. Yeah, yeah. So I'm not oh, mad about it. Speaking of, th- that, that wasn't the intent, but now that you've brought it up, it kind of is. I have a new impression I'm doing, which is, uh, and it might not play super well on mic. I don't know. Maybe it will. I think you might even actually need amplification for it to work. But um, the impression is cleaning glass. That's all. (laughs) That was cleaning glass. I also, I'm not kidding. I wrote down today that I think birds are funny and a couple of different reasons why I think birds are funny. And that is in a document on my Google Drive called Birds Stand Up Comedy. (laughs) I was laughing for like, just now I was laughing for like a minute straight about cleaning glass. And also... Just, I don't know, maybe give you some more material. And I don't want to, I mean, I'll have to check with Charlie, my girlfriend, but she she has this thing where she thinks it's so funny when birds trip. Like if you, <laughs> if you ever see a bird and it's like, like bounce along and it like trips or whatever, if you've seen a video, she thinks it's so funny because she's like, they can fly and they trip. Those, they're so, it's so stupid. And I'm like, that, that is, is really funny. that is true. That's pretty good. So 
Uh, Charlie, I'm sorry that I just gave your joke to Mike, um, but you know what? You're not on a podcast with me, babe, so what are you going to do about well, it? Well, it's also as developed as my stuff, which <laughs> is to say it's a funny premise that hasn't quite been polished yet, so right. she and I can chat. Maybe we can do a, a duo yeah. bird comedy act. Yeah, you guys can workshop it, you know? Well, and I'll have to include Caitlin, too, because she and I came up with all the things that we think are funny about birds. So, <laughs> hey, if you have any bird comedy, we can maybe do a double date kind of situation. <laughs> yeah, you know, Charlie does love talking about birds, so, like, yeah, we could, we could definitely get, I could definitely get it on that. I'd love to get some bird chat going. <laughs> so stupid. We could just get a fourth microphone, and that could be an episode of this podcast. That really could. Welcome to Bird Talk. <laughs> Uh, we're talking about how birds are funny. Anyway, should we rate this movie? I guess. I guess so. I'm glad we got that in there, though, right there at the end. Yeah, me too. I'm glad we get Cleaning that glass and my Gilbert Gottfried impression, who, of course, has played famous birds. No, that's true. <laughs> that's very true. Iago. Uh, love it. Yeah. my His best work. And probably the only thing I'm familiar with that he actually did. Yeah, right. I think so. Um, for my rating, I think I'm going to do horny babysitters. Okay. <laughs> um, mine is gonna be um the the this thing. <laughs> yes, that, very like, good. Music sting that happens when something scary happens. I love that. Or like someone looks out a window and he's there. Yes. Perfect time. <laughs> Um, and, and I think okay. I think I have to do, and it's gosh, I feel like it's a cop out, but I I really do I really do think it's like I think it's a seven. Yeah, I I think uh, there we have given seven to too many movies that do follow a similar kind of adventure storyline to Star Wars that that knocks this down. Like we said, the content doesn't mm, quite cut sure, it. Sure, sure, um, sure, sure, sure. But but it is certainly above a five, so I'm gonna give it six. I'll, I'll meet you down there at six i'll give it a six <laughs> horny babysitters why, why not great and hey it's a six wanna... and it came out in 78 and, whoa and seven hey eight, why was nine. six hey why was six afraid of seven <laughs> i said the punchline at the same time you said the setup <laughs> damn, damn it right at the i'm same not time, gonna edit you said why was six afraid of seven and i said seven eight nine <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to edit that to make it sound better. I'm just going to leave them happening at the exact same time. Right. Well, hey, why was six afraid of seven? Because seven, eight, nine. But why are people uh, afraid of Michael Myers? Because Michael Myers eats dogs. Yes, that was the other thing I was... <laughs> God, I, I'm glad you brought that up the video because what does John Carpenter have against dogs? Yeah, the, like, it's very weird and the, strange. <laughs> in the thing, like the dogs get fucked up so bad. And in this, it's like he's eating the dogs. Why did right. that... Why did we need that? Yeah, maybe he doesn't like dogs. It's like the exact opposite of the save the cat thing, and it makes me so. It makes me. Oh, laugh I, so much. I literally thought you were going to say it's the exact opposite of that movie. Must love dogs. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's also that for hey, sure. Hey, John Carpenter's need not apply because you <laughs> must love dogs. <laughs> <laughs> and hey, John Carpenter, you obviously hate dogs. So back, back off, dude. <laughs> Uh, do you well, if you want internet? us on the internet, <laughs> seven eight nine, uh, six five seven. Um, yeah, if you want us on the internet, you can find <laughs> us at How Star Wars Is It on Twitter and Instagram. Yes, and you can probably we, start to see the things that I gave my family as gifts on my Instagram because I made it in yeah. its part. Um, at Word Gospel O nine. And they're very cool. Or you can follow me on Twitter at Mike Gospel, and Josiah is the Josiah Man on both. That's true. I got a consistent tag going on nowadays. Yas. Um, happy holidays and a merry New Year. Uh huh. Enjoy. Or as uh, or as the Starbucks cups say this time of year, Merry Coffee. As the Starbucks cups say, we hate Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> and that's all for this week's episode. <laughs> this damn see, war on plugs? Christmas. Uh, go ahead and, uh, hey, maybe if you're hearing this a couple of days after it came out, you can give us the very first five-star review of the year 2020. Ooh, yeah, that'd be kind of fun. And you can tell your very first new friend you make in the year 2020 to listen to the show. Isn't it funny to think that, like, 
I, I will probably meet a new person next year who I consider like a friend. Like, and there, if you know them until there is, if you know them until 2027, that means they're going to be your friend forever. Oh, right. Cause when you're friends with someone for seven years, it's a lifelong friend apparently. Wow. Yeah. And I, I guess that huh. means like not, I guess that means if you're actually actively friends with them and not like just, Oh, we knew each other. Yeah. But I am, who knows, no, man? Sure. Right. Who knows? We could, we could be, we could be millionaires by this time next year. This podcast blows up. We could be millionaires by this time next year. Is that what you said? Yeah. If this podcast blows up. That's true. I guess. <laughs> I'm counting on it, man. I'm counting. Yeah. I'm counting on it. <laughs> this is my retirement plan, baby. <laughs> Um, well, you're tuning in to Mike and Josiah's Roth IRA. Um, <laughs> as we always Roth IR say. Oh, I love that. <laughs> should we, what should, after, what? We, after every week when we say it's time for Tubby Bye Bye, should we then say, as we always Roth IR say? <laughs> if we remember to two... say that between now and the next time <laughs> oh, we record, right. we then yes. We won't record for another like month. <laughs> Yeah, so if we remember, absolutely, we should say that. Uh, which is funny because if we remember a month later, that will be the episode that comes out before this one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's true. So that's even worse. Oh, uh, that's but anyway, I kind of hope that's what happens. And it is as time for we, every week, week after week, we Roth IR say, we, we love, love you. And may the fourth be with you. I'm just that was, I'm just gonna leave that all in. That was beautiful. <laughs> <laughs>